HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Kiva, a Greenhorns partner and nonprofit that has helped hundreds of farmers raise over $2 million in microloans, all without charging any interest or fees. Find out more at us.kiva.org slash greenhorns. I'm Erin Fairbanks, host of The Farm Report. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Greenhorns, this is Greenhorns Radio, radio for young farmers, by young farmers. We are very happy to be newly sponsored by Kiva, previously known as Kiva Zip. We were working with them in doing loans, and now they are Kiva Integrated, Kiva Total. Kiva, all the same. Anyway, I'm sure my branding is all off, but good thing that Johnny Price is here to set us straight. Johnny is Johnny is the Englishman with the yeah. plan who... Welcome, Johnny. Thank you, Severin. Um, I, I, yeah, maybe maybe stick to the day job. Um, I'm not sure if a, a new career direction of uh, rebranding is, is quite going to work out for you just yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you completely. So do you want to just give a little layout of, um, of what Kiva is, and then we can, we can go from there? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, well, it's a pleasure to be with you um, today. My name is Johnny Price. I lead Kiva's U.S. lending program, um, and we're proud to sponsor um, this program and proud for many years now of partnership with Severin and the Greenhorns and young farmers throughout America. Um, Kiva's a nonprofit. We're based here in San Francisco. Uh, and we make loans to small business owners, farmers, artisans all around the world. Um, since 2005, when we were founded, we've made 2 million loans um, in 80 countries around the world. And the unique part of the lending model is that the loans are what we call crowdfunded by a community of uh, 1.5 million lenders on our website. And so we might make a loan to a farmer in Uganda um, and lend her $500, and that $500 will come from 20 individual people like you and me, each lending $25. Um, 
And then over time, as she repays that $500 loan, you get your $25 back, and then you can relend it to help someone else, um, maybe this time a seamstress in Guatemala, um, or maybe an, a barbershop in inner city Detroit, uh, or maybe a young farmer in um, rural California. Um, and Kiva was, when we first launched, we were lending primarily internationally. Um, but in 2011, I um, came to Kiva and, and launched this Kiva Zip program that Severin mentioned. Uh, and since then, we've been supporting small business owners, farmers, entrepreneurs here in the United States as well. Oh, so now you're now all the same Kiva. We are Kiva all the same, yeah. So Kiva.org is the website, K-I-V-A uh, is the website, and Kiva Zip is now part of, of Kiva. And this is really cool, I think, for our brand because um, – you know, it, it used to be that they were, they were separated. Now we, it's really positioned as um, we're supporting entrepreneurs um, throughout, throughout the globe. Um, and you can be a lender on Kiva if you live in California, or you can be a lender on Kiva if you live in Cambodia. And you can be a borrower who's benefiting from our Kiva loans if you live in Africa or if you live here in America. So most of our audience are actually young agrarians. And so in when you're marketing, you market, you can know that you're marketing to people who might be interested in getting loans. Can you maybe compare how much better it is to do Kiva than to do traditional banking, especially people who are in our demographic, many of them wildly suspicious of debt and afraid of debt and debt, yeah. sus debt suspicious? Um, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So... Um I think that one of the things we're really trying to do at Kiva and with this Kiva US program especially is to is to reimagine a finance system that's based on human relationships and connections between people rather than numerical transactions and greed. Um, and so there's a number of ways in which um, we try to do that. Um, the one, the obvious one that I mentioned earlier is that when you get a loan from a bank, um, the money is coming from one impersonal financial financial institution that's looking to to make money. Um, but on Kiva, when you get a, a loan, your loan is coming from hundreds of people that are each lending in very small increments of maybe twenty five dollars here and there. And so they are looking to help you out, to help you invest in your farm, uh, to, to grow your farm, to get started. Um, and the motivation is a, one of people helping people. Um, they're not looking to make money. In fact, they don't earn any rate of interest. As a borrower, you pay zero interest on, you, on your Kiva loan. Um, and so it really is a community of people helping people. And we, our aspiration and vision for this program is that not only are you getting an interest-free loan for your farm, but you're also getting, let's say you get funded by 300 people, that's 300 um, supporters and champions for your business. And maybe they might like your Facebook page or they might connect with you on LinkedIn. They might make a useful connection for you that opens up a new revenue opportunity. They might give you some advice. Um, and, uh, or they might just send you an encouraging message of support. And 
for us, the, the vision is so much more than we're just making loans, but is really that in doing so, we're strengthening community between those 1.5 million lenders um, and the millions of entrepreneurs um, that we're crowdfunding here. Um, the, the last thing I'll say that the, the one last thing, Severin, that really distinguishes, I think, Kiva from other more conventional lenders like banks is, is how we underwrite loans, how we choose to make loans. We look at conventional lenders are usually looking at how much money is in your bank account, what's your credit score, let's have a look at your financial statements. We don't do any of that. We're, we're really trying to make loans based on someone's character rather than their credit score. And so um, the way we do that is um, we try to assess um, the, the strength of a farmer's network. So before we post you publicly on the, on the Kiva website, we ask you to, to kind of put some skin in the game and go to your network and recruit a small number, usually about 15 people, to lend you $25 on Kiva. Um, and once you get to 15, then we put you publicly and then you can um, be visible to, to all of those 1.5 million lenders around the world. Um, and this is a really, we're finding this is a really powerful um, way to do lending. Uh, it's kind of how lending used to work. If you've ever watched the film It's a Wonderful Life, the loans were based on the standing of the farmer or the small business owner in their community. Um, so we're trying to get back to that character-based lending. Um, and we're finding that in doing this, we're seeing really good repayment rates. Um, it's, able, it's allowing us to reach people that might not have a perfect credit score. Um, and obviously, it's helping us out because then as a small business owner that's benefiting from a Kiva loan, you're helping us by recruiting 15 new people to the Kiva movement. And when you repay your loan to them, then our hope is that they will relend that $25 and help another farmer, um, maybe here in the US or maybe on the other side of the world. So that's, that's just some of the ways that we're trying to um, be a good lender um, and, and reimagine a finance system that's based on people. Well, and just thinking about all the money that comes in uh, to your Kiva system and starts flowing around and around and around in the small businesses, and it comes in, it goes out, it comes in, it goes out, it comes in, which, by the way, is a big thing in the Amish communities, too, is mm-hmm. um, a quarter of a the In Pennsylvania, they do a quarter of a percent lending, uh, and it's mm-hmm. been a critical factor in the success of Amish agriculture and their total domination of Lancaster County and spreading and paying much more than others can afford to pay um, to settle out young farmers and help them cash flow the beginnings of their dairy herds. But um, just to imagine the this kind of alternative economy growing and growing and growing, cycling and cycling and cycling, one yeah. thing I remember you telling me was that the people who lend to our young farmers uh, are very likely to keep the money flowing through the system. That's right. Like Hardly anyone ever takes the money out of Kiva. And thanks to you and your um, great recommendations. And I should say that um, our partnership with the Greenhorns goes back to April 11th, 2012. I'm looking at here, Seth. And uh, over that time, you've recommended 16 farmers to get loans with Kiva. Um, all of them are paying back on time. 
And uh, you've unlocked $115,000 of zero interest capital in your community. Um, so thank you very much for the partnership, and we, we hope that, you know, together we can support more young farmers um, throughout the country. But, you know, your, your repayment rate there is actually unexceptional. We, we found if we look at all of the industries that we make loans in, so we also make loans to restaurants, to daycare centers, to plumbers, to mechanics, et cetera, et cetera, the repayment rate that we have among farmers is actually the highest of any industry. Um, and so that's one of one of the reasons why uh, we're really excited to support um, more farmers throughout the country because if that repayment rate is high, then our lenders, those 1.5 million people, are keep going to keep on getting their $25 back and keep on relending it to help more and more people um, around the around the world on Kiva. And just one example of that, I just became a dad. Severin, I don't think you know this, but um, I proudly became the father of Felicity Grace. She was born uh, five weeks ago, so she's very young and very, very cute. And uh, I created a Kiva account for her on her second day on this planet, and uh, I set it up with a $25 monthly subscription. So every month, it's automatically taking $25 from my account and putting it into her Kiva account. And I calculated that if she lives until she's 83 years old, um, and she just keeps on relending the, the repayments as they come in. She just keeps on recycling, and every month she's putting another $25 in. By the time she gets to 83 years old, she'll have made a million dollars of loans on Kiva just by making $25 of deposits um, every month. And I thought that was a really cool and powerful example of the the kind of um, you know the cycling effect of this community. It's amazing. And, you know, just practically, you know, we get people inquiring occasionally. We put out the green cards on our events. I just actually found another box of green cards. I'm going to go out. They're going to go out in New Mexico uh, at the Better Day Coffee Shop for our exhibit during the months-long Hourland exhibit and the Biodynamic Conference and the Kivira Coalition Conference. So maybe we'll get some dry land applicants. But basically, if we don't know you within our core team, of Greenhorns, mm -hmm. then we'll try and find a group that do know you or your mentors or your neighbors or an organization or Farmers Market Institute or Farmers Market Manager who does know your reputation and good chops. And then then we become a, a trustee, I or they or we or someone becomes a trustee and, it, and you fill out, you know, a few paragraphs of information about what you're doing and why and where and and what the impacts will be both ecologically and socially and for your business. And then uh, you get the loan, and it funds. You tell your people about it. They they fund you. It goes into the Kiva. It comes out to you, no zero zero percent. And then how long do you have to repay the loan, and how does that work, Johnny? Yeah, so the loan terms are it's a $10,000 loan is the maximum you can apply for. Um, at least for now, um, and you can pay it back over three years, um, and it's monthly repayments. And one thing I'll flag, because we love farmers so much and because um, the um, borrowers, our farmer borrowers have a higher repayment, the highest repayment rate of any industry, um, we offer grace periods, a six-month grace period for farmers, for no other industry, but we offer it for farmers. And so that means you have six months after you get the loan before you have to make your first um, monthly payment. And if you do the math, if you divide $10,000 by 36 months, 
then you get about $277 every month. Um, and you don't need to worry about any interest rate. There's no fees. You borrow $10,000, you pay back exactly $10,000. This episode is brought to you by Kiva, a nonprofit that helps farmers grow their businesses by providing access to 0% interest capital up to $10,000. Crowdfunded by Kiva's community of 1.5 million supportive lenders around the world. Here to talk about Kiva is Yanni Bunch from the Farmer Veteran Coalition. Farmer Veteran Coalition is a nonprofit that works with military veterans going into farming. Farmer Veteran Coalition is a trustee on Kiva, meaning we endorse our farmers for their loans. Farmer Veteran Coalition works with Kiva because Kiva provides a great opportunity for our farmers to have access to 0% interest capital to grow their businesses. In the past, we have endorsed farmers such as Joel, who purchased an overhead feed bin so he could pay bulk prices for his cattle feed as opposed to store prices, and Amanda, who purchased a new greenhouse. If you are interested in applying for a Kiva loan, the process is quick and easy. The typical application takes less than an hour to complete and doesn't require uploading any financial statements. Farmers have a 98% success rate on Kiva, and on average, each farmer's loan is funded by over 140 lenders from Kiva's community. To find out more, visit us.kiva.org greenhorns. That's us.kiva.org greenhorns. And we hope that people will continue to use it, and we are hoping that there'll be more good new economy initiatives coming out of the boomtown of Silicon Valley in San Francisco, and that <laughs> we'll have um, a small as beautiful approach to job creation and land-based enterprise yeah. and people starting businesses to solve real problems in their communities. And then, of course, as young farmers, most of us are tuned into buying uh, the inputs that we use from the kinds of businesses um, that support the values that we... Uh, this is basically the only time of year when young farmers have money to burn. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not generally a problem to train them and to, to train anybody into better consumption habits. But probably some of our listeners, um, you know, can be re could be reminded slightly of the critical importance to to shop locally and in the smallest beautiful kinds of ways. Uh, do you have other um, do you have other groups that you know about that are also experimenting in these kinds of um, alternative capital access ways or other kind of partners that you want to talk about? Um, so we we tend to partner with. Um, more conventional, larger um, lenders, um, usually nonprofit lenders, because our loans are capped at $10,000, and sometimes people will obviously need more money than that. And so we, we're developing more and more partnerships with nonprofit lenders um, throughout the country, but organizations like um, Main Street Launch, um, we don't have that many formal relationships with the um, FSA. Um, or the USDA at this stage, um, but ho hopefully over time we'll develop kind of more relationships like that. 
Um, there was a great lender called Community Source Capital up in um, Seattle who were, who were doing larger loans, um, but I think they've been slowing down um, recently. But, but that's very much one of the aims that we have um, on this team. You know, as, like I mentioned before, we're trying to strengthen um, our farmers' social capital as well as their financial capital. We want to make loans and help them financially, but we also want to help them by making connections and um, and giving them advice and expertise. And so sometimes some of those connections might be, okay, this farmer's paid back their $10,000 Kiva loan. Now, if they need more capital from, from another kind of innovative lender that you mentioned, we can help them make that connection and get them set up for, you know, the, the next investment that they need. Well, to and if they want to get an FSA loan, which is a Farm Security Administration or a Farm Service Agency, started. A, it began as the Farm Security Administration and it turned into the Farm Service Agency, but they I never are, uh, yes, is an outcome of the Great Depression with the goal to make capital available to small farmers so that they could diversify and treat their land better and not make dust, and also aimed at tenant farmers becoming uh, landowners. So a very a progressive distributive capital tactic of the federal government. Anyway, so FSA still makes loans, and especially loans to small beginning minority mm-hmm. farmers, and they have what's called um, the microloan that in my opinion, was hastened into being by Kiva coming along and showing them up. But those, you know, you have to I'll take the credit for that, Severin. Uh Huh? I'll I'll gladly take the credit for bringing the FSA microloan program into being. Yes. (laughs) I think you might be uh, be flattering us there. Well, I, 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 you know, we, we can, we can. Let's just be happy. No one needs the credit. We got what we needed. And um, (laughs) no pun intended. No, <laughs> and um, but you can you know you can show your Kiva loan as evidence of your good credit rating, and so especially yeah. you know when people are trying to manage their student loan debts and get involved in capitalizing a small farm and managing a small family and navigating land access mm-hmm. lease formalities and trying to figure out you know path to market and value added and regulatory frameworks and food safety. Uh, you know, taking it in a baby step is a good move. And I think also, you know, even beyond Kiva, becoming through Kiva empowered, and I have recognized, I have recognized that that social investment and having people kind of buy into your farm or your project, in my case, activism, is, yeah. is much bigger than dollars and donations or, exactly. you know, it really is like, who do you know? Where are the folding chairs? Who has the graphic designer? Um, mm-hmm. You know who has a van, and and recognizing how, how our interface point is so much more than dollars. That's uh, our new marketing slogan: Kiva, financing and folding chairs. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like that. Finally, we finally I take it back. I take it back. You you do have a future in branding, after all. <laughs> oh dear. Hey, but one thing, just to kind of abstract to a high level, I love what you said about the FSA starting up and kind of expanding credit for people in the aftermath of the Great Depression, um, when obviously that was a big credit crunch, um, and the government helped to try to get around that with the New Deal. Like, that is what we're trying to do today. We, we see a finance system which, over the last few decades, is increasingly penalizing people that are kind of lower income or, like, you know, don't, are not already rich. 
And it's like it's becoming easier and easier to get money if you're rich and cheaper and cheaper. And if, if you're not coming from vast wealth, then it's becoming harder and harder to access credit and it's becoming more and more expensive um, to do so. And so that's, that's the kind of big picture problem that we're trying to solve here is how can we help the little guy, the, you know, not the Tyson farms, not the huge kind of industrial um, mechanical farming complexes. They can access credit very cheaply through a variety of ways. Like we're trying to help Bennett in Shelburne Falls, you know, we're trying to help the little guy and make it a little bit easier for them um, both with interest-free financing and with folding chairs. Actually, I, I wanted to touch on, um, I what brought Benneth's loan page up. Yeah. What's that, Severin? Well, I know Benneth was buying strawberries. I know that Paula was buying piglets. I know there's yeah. been stuff about um, a new boat. Uh, I know there's been for seaweed. I know there's um, a lot of greenhouse and walk-in cooler. But maybe well, you Bennett have more. was a cool example because I just brought up her two loan pages. She borrowed a $5,000 loan for her Mosaic Farm in Shelbourne Falls, Massachusetts. And as you say, she was, it says, first, firstly, her $5,000 loan was to acquire the most critical startup needs, seeds, plants, irrigation, implements, tools, fertilizer, and market supplies. And that $5,000 loan was vouched for by the Greenhorns and powered by 171 lenders on Kiva from around the world. And then after Benef paid that $5,000 loan back, she then took out a $10,000 loan, um, and that was powered by 331 lenders. And so between those two loans, she's been funded by over 500 uh, individual lenders that are now supporters of her mosaic farm up there in, in Massachusetts. And I, I just wanted to give that as a tangible example of um, – you know what we're what we're trying to do here, and what a young farmer like Beneth might might use this money for. We look forward to many more such good success stories, and uh, encourage people who are interested to learn more to reach out to us at Greenhorns, uh, and you'll talk to Inez, who manages that. Uh, or you can also probably call the people who have got loans and call them in the evening but not too late, and ask them how it went for them. Um, and, you know, if you have further thoughts about how we could do a better job at uh, binding those humans together or, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I think that there's another phase that could come forward from here, and I don't exactly know how it's going to go, but it does seem like that the cluster of humans that are associating might have other collaborative functions. You know, one of the things that we talk about with land access is cooperative finance uh, mm -hmm. opportunities and how many people who live in cities and love farms and love food and love landscapes might be inclined to come camping on a farm every once in a while and might be interested to invest something like five or $10,000 for the right to be uh, – holiday person on a farm and if you imagine that you have 50 weekends a year and you have say 50 share, share members um, of your CSA it's not hard to imagine being able to buy the field next door as it comes up for sale using the goodwill and interest and commitment and kind of holiday holiday money of people who might otherwise spend it on a 
a, a hotel and airfare. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's kind of an area that I'm interested to explore is how do we bring cooperative finance um, to hold not only the enterprise but also the land um, that's mm-hmm. so critical for our local food system. <laughs> you heard it here first, Johnny. I love it. Why I, You introduced me to the Terre de Lyon conference uh, uh, concept. I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation there, but I think that was at the um, Slow Money Conference in Louisville back in was that 2014. Um, so, yeah, I, I just am a huge admirer of everything you do, Severin, and uh, your focus on community, um, and that's what we're trying to do for finance. and. You know, we're a relatively young program. We're only five years old lending in the U.S., and so we're still figuring out um, both how to do the financing part and how to do the folding shares. But um, we have a, I think it's a really exciting vision, and uh, we're proud to be partnering with you as we chase after it. We're proud. We're happy. We're thankful. We're doing it. We're committed, and let's keep doing it well. And yeah. um Anybody else and, who and wants to get involved on, as a Kiva trustee, can't they just call you? Yeah, they, well, they can. I just wanted to kind of end by showing um, people how they can sign up. So um, there's a website, us.kiva.org forward slash greenhorns. That's us.kiva.org forward slash greenhorns. And if you go there, if you're interested in learning more about the loans and starting an application, you can do that there. And then, if honestly, if anyone listening wants to um, learn more about Kiva um, or how to how to partner with us, um, or just has more questions and wants a friendly face or a friendly voice to talk to, then they can email me personally. Um, this the, anyone listening, anyone in this community is where we want to be. Um, so my email is j o n n y at k i v a dot o r g. J-O-N-N-Y, Johnny at Kiva.org. And, uh, yeah, we're um, really, really hoping that we can um, keep working together to support um, small young farmers throughout the country. Yeah, Johnny, thank you. And anybody who happens to be related to a philanthropy, I know that there's philanthropies that do go matching loans and accelerating how quickly loans fund. So yeah. that's another avenue that we could mention. And everybody, keep in touch. Next week is going to be more radio, and we'll have excerpts from the Hourland Symposium coming up online. Thank you for your support of Greenhorns. We needed it, and we're thankful that we had it. Okay. Bye, Johnny. Bye. Great chatting with you. You rock. Bye. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Be lost.